awareness is the beginning of transformation. Once yeah. you are aware of, of a thought or a feeling that is not serving you, then you can decide whether you want to keep it or you want to let it go. What if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode 87. This is your certified life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com. And today I want to give you a inside sneak peek into one of the components of the Stop Dieting in 30 bootcamp, the accountability coaching. So in today's podcast, you're going to hear from Lux Lifer and accountability coach, Nicolay Thompson. If you are a longtime listener to the podcast, you are very familiar with Nicolay. And one of the feedback I always get from her when I have her on the podcast is they love listening to her accent. They love listening to her talk. She has a beautiful way of speaking. So this is your first time listening to Nicolay. You're in for a treat. But Nicolay and I are having an organic conversation about the transformation that boot campers have received with the weekly 15-minute one-on-one coaching sessions. Now, this is an additional option that is available to all boot campers when they join. So when you sign up, you can decide if you like to take advantage of weekly, private, 15-minute, weekly accountability sessions for the duration of the boot camp. And so Nicolay and I were chatting the other day, just informally, about some of the common themes that were coming up for her and the common themes that she was seeing with her boot campers. And I thought it would be a great idea to have this discussion on the podcast, not to tell people's business, right? And tell, tell y'all what people are struggling with, but I really want you to see how having a coach in your corner can keep you on track. It is so easy to point the finger and see what's wrong with other people. Like, well, she needs to do that. I don't know why she's doing that over there. But it's really, really, really difficult to pinpoint what's going on in our own thoughts and our own actions. And the boot camp is jam-packed with a lot of information. So when you're processing all that information and you're processing what you have been believing about weight loss, having that extra person to talk to serves a huge difference. Like it serves a huge purpose and makes such a huge difference. And so Nicolay and the other accountability coaches are really good at lasering in on the problem and getting to the core of an issue quickly. A lot of people think like 15 minutes, that's not long enough, but you'd be surprised how much you can cover in 15 minutes. So in today's discussion in our podcast, you're going to hear us talk a lot about perfectionism and how this tendency can really slow down weight loss. So if you identify as a perfectionist, you're going to appreciate today's conversation. Now, again, Nicolay is no stranger to the podcast. 
or the Lux Life community. She was a private client of mine where she lost over 40 pounds without dieting. She's been on the podcast multiple times to share her experience as a client. And now she's sharing her experience as a Stop Dieting Forever coach. She's a trained Christian life and mindset coach. Nicolay happily became an accountability coach for the boot camp. And after we recorded this podcast, I think she was finishing her third boot camp as an accountability coach. And she also facilitates many trainings in the Stop Dieting Forever program, which boot campers have an option to continue their progress after the 30 days if they like. So if you're not on the boot camp wait list, go to stopdietingin30.com. That's stopdietingin30, the number 30.com to sign up and take advantage of the option to sign up for four weeks of accountability coaching. Like seriously, if you haven't done it, why not? Because if you truly believe that this is the last time you want to lose weight, you'll want to follow the success of others and surround yourself with someone who challenges you. And if you're a return boot camper, signing up for weekly accountability coaching is an opportunity for you to take your progress a step further. You will not regret it. But in the meantime, before you go sign up, enjoy our conversation and I'll see you in the next episode. Nicolay, let's talk about the boot campers. And well, first of all, let me just explain what you do <laughs> as part of the boot camp experience. So you are an accountability coach mm-hmm. and you are an excellent accountability coach. And the reason why I selected you to be an accountability coach is one, you're already a coach. When you came to work with me, you were a coach. So you have coaching experience. Mm-hmm. Two, you followed my process. We worked together. You lost 40 pounds. Something. Yeah. 40 ish 40. pounds. Yeah, 42 42 to get to my goal weight, yeah. Yeah, following the process. Mm -hmm. You're an excellent communicator. For those of you who've never heard Nicolay talk, you're just going (laughs) to fall in love with her voice. Just sit back and relax (laughs) and listen. But you are so connected to your emotional self, your emotional being and how that translates to eating or not eating. And you've Mm. done so much work yourself on understanding your own emotions and experiencing your own emotions in a way now that has yielded you the result of losing 42 pounds. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. taking Mm -hmm. your experience plus your coaching experience, you're a perfect fit to do accountability coaching in the bootcamp. So I thought it would be fun If we just had an open discussion, a conversation about some of the patterns and some of the trends and some of the same sneaky self-sabotaging thoughts that you're seeing with some of the boot campers that you're coaching. So with the accountability coaching in the boot camp, there are certain people who have signed up to do 15 minute weekly accountability sessions. And you may like 15 minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but you'd be surprised how much you can cover in 15 minutes. Tell us about it, Nicolay. Yes, it is a surprise, (laughs) but I think the 15 minutes is a perfect container to get laser focused on 
what the boot camper is going through. And I think it's a perfect container for me as the coach to strip everything away, like to give myself permission to say, hey, hold on, stop talking for a second. Let's zero in on this. And the perfect container to really hear what's going on, to kind of ask focused questions and for them to see the small hinges that can create huge transformations. It's really small Mm -hmm. shifts. Mm -hmm. It's really just the small shifts of awareness, like awareness is a big deal. So I think it's the small shifts of awareness of seeing what you're doing and how you're thinking from a different perspective Mm-hmm. And all of that can, like several of those shifts can happen in 15 minutes, but you only need one shift. I you really it. only need one. Look, awareness is the beginning of transformation. So absolutely. I Once yeah. you are aware of a thought or a feeling that is not serving you, then you can decide whether you want to keep it or you want to let it go. And the, giving yourself that gift of awareness every single week is such a bonus. And also, I think one of the things I've come to terms with as the coach is that the awareness doesn't have to be this, aha, angel singing. It doesn't have to be all of that. It can just be a question that the boot camper writes down to think about as homework. That is just a curious question. It really doesn't have to be a huge aha to create a shift that comes from awareness. It can just be a question that they've never asked themselves before. Do you have an example? Do you want to share? I coached somebody today. She didn't realize how much her perfectionism was showing up. So the shift for her today was realizing that the reason she didn't journal for a week Mm -hmm. was because Not journaling meant that she wouldn't plan and not planning meant that she wouldn't fail. And so she wouldn't feel badly about herself. She's like, you know, I didn't journal all week. And I was just like, huh, what was that like for you? And and she talked about it, Mm -hmm. right? So I said to her, okay, fine. What would it be like if you journaled through everything that you're thinking and feeling and looked back at it just with curiosity? And she wrote that down and she sat back and said, huh, that's interesting. I've never thought of journaling to learn about myself. Oh, interesting. Wonder What did she think it was about? No, it was an opportunity to see how she had failed. Like she had stopped evaluating because she was coming down so hard on herself. And so planning and evaluating for her meant seeing all the ways that she had fallen short. Mm-hmm. So I, instead but, of using it as a way to see, oh, this is where I need to grow. This is yes. where I need to like fill in the blank or do some and, more work here. And so for her, because her perfectionism is so strong, I took it even a step back from that today. I just mm-hmm. said to her, how about just journaling just to see this is who I am? Like not even where I need to grow, but it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, this is who I am. This is how I react here. Like just to practice that awareness because she's growing awareness in some other areas. So I said, how about taking that awareness and bringing it here and -hmm. just saying, oh, this is who I am. This is how I react. This is how I think. This is how I feel. And just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. 
So just her being introduced to that as a concept, it's a small shift for her to think about it that way. It wasn't a big aha on the call, but it probably will be as she does that work. The compound effect. Yeah. Yeah. Compound effect. So essentially what you did was like took away the expectation of what she thought doing this work was supposed to be doing. And she was using it against herself. A lot of us will do that, especially perfectionists. They will take yes. the process and take what I have designed to help them create this mindset of their 2.0, right? Mm-hmm. But when they're at their goal weight, they'll take the work and use it against themselves to be like, see, I, I knew I couldn't do it. See, I, I'm doing this wrong. See, yeah. this isn't right. Or it's look so-and-so over there. She's already lost four pounds and I haven't lost anything, Right. And so I think a lot of us, a lot of us will do that. Why do you think that is? (laughs) The million dollar question. I think that is a couple of things. First of all, your program, like you attract dieters. That's what you do, right? You're teaching dieters how to stop dieting. Mm -hmm. And you're teaching us to stop dieting by working through the dieter's mindset and adopting a new mindset, mm-hmm. a mindset of a real human being, <laughs> right? That a human being who accepts that I'm a human being, I'm not going to measure up to all of these outside standards. The, the thing that's interesting, and I explored that in 15 minutes with the same client today, is when we come into the program and we're letting go of the outside expectations that we used to take on with diets that were imposed by other people. What happens is we are now faced with the standards that we had set for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I'm not even seeing so much compare and despair with other people. What I'm seeing is us comparing ourselves with the impossible standards that we have set. Yeah, that self-judgment. That judgment. And that is, it's very, very harsh like we've slaughtered ourselves before we even have a chance to compare ourselves with somebody else, right? That is why we are like using the program against ourselves because the outside diets that we're letting go of were just a front for our impossible expectations of ourselves. Like most of your clients are super achievers in other areas of their lives, right? Mm -hmm. If it's mature women, then they're at the top of their industry or heading there, they're leaders at the workplace, they're leaders in their homes. If they are homemakers, they are strong homemakers, right? These are strong women who are drawn to your program. Yeah, strong and and accomplished. Strong and accomplished. And they've gotten that way by really running hard. And when it comes to our weight, we've learned to run hard with the difficult, disciplined diets. We counted macros. We counted points. We counted calories. Counted calories. We counted hours, right? Even the intermittent fasting, Mm -hmm. we use that against ourselves Mm -hmm. as well, right? And so coming to this place of learning about yourself, learning about how you think, journaling as a way of discovery and growing awareness and you automatically are going to use that against yourself if you don't practice curiosity instead. Like if you don't get intentional about that, it just becomes another, all your tools 
mm-hmm. without the right mindset just become another way to beat upon ourselves. It's not yeah. the tools that's the it's problem. Not tools. Nope. It's how we use them. It's how we use them. Yeah. Or and not so, use them. <laughs> right. Like I'm always reminding them, remember, it's your thoughts that create your results. Mm-hmm. Right. And 100% all the time. It's the thoughts. Nothing else. Yeah. Absolutely. It's how new it is for us or for the boot campers to say, oh, it's my mindset. It's my mindset. It's how I'm thinking and it's how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. It's not the other things I'm feeling. I need to go behind that and see how I'm thinking and how I'm feeling. And I need to accept that it's okay because I'm human and I'm learning. Yeah. And that's difficult for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Especially when you're, it comes to this weight loss, because we've always just been conditioned. When I say we, I mm-hmm. mean, as professional dieters, people listening to this podcast who want to learn how to stop dieting, we've just been conditioned. Give me the plan, please. Yes. We go to the nutritionist. We go to the trainer. We'll buy the plan off of Instagram. We'll buy the diet plan. Like, just tell me what to eat, how much to eat, when to eat perfectionists love that right and then we'll get the perfect results right we will lose two pounds a week (laughs) ideally Mm -hmm. right we're gonna lose the two pounds a week and nothing will go wrong as long as we're following the plan right (laughs) and we both laugh (laughs) (laughs) right because in what other area of your life does anything like that even ever happen like nowhere (laughs) No. So why do we expect it's going to happen with an eating plan? Because they've lied to us. Mm-hmm. SDF is the only place we get the truth. The loose 10. <laughs> okay, not the only place, but you're going to get the truth here and you're going to learn how to lose your weight in real life. But it really does take this intentional mindset and cultivating that and knowing that it's an imperfect journey. And the wonderful thing is that you get results even while you're being imperfect. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I talked about that today in to the Lux Lifers and the Stop Dieting Forever program. I talked about, I just touched on, I didn't go deep into it, but I'm like, when you can allow the uncomfortable feeling, when you can like address and acknowledge the negative feeling, but you don't let that stop you, like yes. that is where your power is. Yes. That yes. is where your power is. The person that, feels a negative emotion and goes down the rabbit hole. Oh my God, this is awful. I feel deprived. And they just eat all the things to deal with the uncomfortable emotion or the negative emotion. And then they quit on their goal. That's when they lose the power. And that's when food is still controlling them. Absolutely. And that is the crux of emotional eating, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're not allowing yourself to be human. Yes. I know you had perfectionists that you yes. were coaching as an accountability coach. What about emotional eaters? Do people resonate? Your people resonate as identifying as an emotional eater? Some do, and some don't recognize that that's what it is. I think it depends on the personality, right? So the perfectionists who are primarily perfectionists don't recognize that what they're doing is emotional eating, but they recognize the perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And the emotional eaters who are more emotional eaters, but there's perfectionism driving them, they will recognize that they're emotional eaters, but they don't realize that they're perfectionists. It's really interesting. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's really interesting. <laughs> so, like, the one client in this current boot camp 
my first call with her in her first week, she was avoiding, I think she was avoiding writing down her weight and she was avoiding, right. It's always a dead giveaway, right? The perfectionists, Mm -hmm. when something goes wrong, they stop journaling. Mm -hmm. They just (laughs) stop doing all the work. Right. Mm -hmm. And Oh, sounds like a little perfectionism happening there. She's like, Oh, (laughs) that could really be what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, so it depends on the personality that you may have to approach it from being a perfectionist if that's what they resonate with more. Yeah. But at the heart of it, they avoid the disappointment of their perfectionism by eating. Yeah. Or if it's not with eating, if they're being very disciplined to not eat, if they're really working the A-line mm-hmm. and not eating, they're doing something else. They're buffering yeah. some other way. The buffering could be avoiding the journaling or their shopping or they're compulsively cleaning their house, mm-hmm. or decorating or stressing about like maybe caring for others instead of themselves. Like mm-hmm. so many of the boot campers struggle with putting themselves first. Yes, we talk about that a lot in the program. Yes. <laughs> Prioritizing ourselves. And yeah, every I single mean, one of my clients. Yeah, getting them across the start line to even say yes to joining the boot camp because it's always yeah. like, oh, I don't have time to do this. We've got to do this yeah. with the family or yeah. my finances. I need to spend money for this child. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's always an I don't say an excuse, but literally that's what it is. It's always but it's an buffering to not put themselves first. First. And yes, that's and it is a, a form of buffering. It is a form, it's a very sophisticated, very subtle form of buffering because again, mm-hmm. you don't get to spend the time with yourself to sit with those uncomfortable thoughts and to learn to accept yourself and have that compassion because you and don't who wants know to do all that. I mean, who wants to do that? that's work. That's work. <laughs> just want to lose some weight. I came to this program to lose 10 pounds. I wanted to lose 10 pounds in 30 days. Yeah. And here you are talking about thinking and thoughts and feelings and writing. Things like, wait a second. Look, what and that's where some people check out and that's okay. Right. You get to understand the amount of effort and the focus that it takes to really release weight for the last time. Some people aren't 100% up for that in that moment, which is okay, but you now have that awareness. So we're here when you're ready to come back, when you're ready to re-engage, we are totally here. I see this last night, we had the open house and I invited all of the boot campers from every single boot camp this year. I invited yeah. everyone that I've ever coached, all of my private clients. I invited everybody, everyone who knows the Stop Dieting Forever process. And I invited them to come to the Stop Dieting Forever program to re-engage yes. no matter yes. where you are, pick up yes. where you left off. Yes. It's yes. okay. Come on. The boot campers, like they get it, but then when they're working through it, they fall back on the rules yeah following the rules and coming down hard on themselves Mm -hmm. and then it takes a minute to say oh I see I really do need to see how I'm thinking and how I'm feeling and I really am coming down hard on myself and I'm really comparing myself with my standards and then when they see themselves stressing less about that stuff and then half a pound comes off that week Mm -hmm. or a pound comes off that week 
or then a pawn goes up and then they begin to see that. Or they get, they move past the plateau, like a sticky point. Yeah. Tell so, me about, I know about one, mm-hmm. one person who broke, at least one person that broke through a sticky point that you helped them with. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There were actually two sticky points with that client. The first one, one of our calls, she had just come through a season where she wasn't well. And so she was recovering and she was really freaked out because she felt like she was hungry all the time and she was trying not to eat because this could not be real hunger but because she was trying so hard not to eat, she found herself and she was That's eating all the food, foods, all the little stuff that she was eating the off plan, right? She was cheating on herself. Yeah. And as I listened to her, I was like, hmm, what if you really are hungry and your body just needs a whole bunch of food because you were just sick? And she's like, huh. Mm-hmm. That's a great been, question. <laughs> right. Because I believe she's been doing some work on the hunger scale anyway. So it's like, here's a great opportunity to really learn about your hunger cues and your satisfaction cues and begin to like learn to trust your body. Let's see what happens. And I think before our next call a week later, she was like, OMG, I started just eating because I was hungry. And I lost weight. (laughs) Yes, your body clearly needed some food. Like you'd been ill, you know, whatever your body needed, some nutrients. Like give me all the food. And so she was eating, but she was eating when she was hungry and she was stopping when she was satisfied. So she wasn't cheating on herself anymore. And her body was like, ah, finally. Mm -hmm. And she lost some pounds. And that was an interesting sticking point. It's another thing I see with the boot campers too, especially repeat boot campers, learning to trust their body yeah learning that, to trust the hunger thing and that's a journey yeah that like i'm still time. there i'm still mm-hmm. working on that mm-hmm. too right we talked about that today in tonight's training food fomo fear of missing out with food, oh yeah. yeah and going to social events and being able yes. to walk into a social event and being able to trust yourself around food yes like i yes. remember very clearly that moment where i was just like not even moved or the food on the table just didn't do it for me at all. And that was such an odd feeling because I've always gone into an event like, oh, where's the food? Like, it's all about the food. Get to pick and, and right. try this and eat this and put this on your, like, it was all about the food. Yeah. And being able to go into an event, focus on the people, like the food was kind of secondary and it didn't do anything for me. And, like, and I didn't the- feel drawn to have to eat it. And I guess I think when they listen to you say that they need to believe it. Like, I don't know if they believe that they'll ever get there. And probably like when you do those holiday trainings, like those trainings to help or just even training the boot campers to plan their meals. I think they don't hear the part where it takes time. (laughs) Of course not. Nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) So they think it happens immediately and they get scared when it doesn't. But you do get there. It just just takes takes some time. It it takes practice. So what I say is a skill or it's like a new language, right? You're Mm -hmm. learning how to think like someone who operates at your goal weight 24-7. Yeah. Don't think like that now because if you did, you would be at your goal weight. 
you're not. Right. So you have to learn this new language of you at your goal weight. And as you're learning that language, there is that time of translation that happens in the, in the middle. And you see exactly what's happening now. Because you're pulling so many perfectionists to the group, learning, testing and changing, experimenting, possibly mm-hmm. failing. No! Very uncomfortable, <laughs> right? Very. Like, what do you mean I'm not fluent? <laughs> like, <laughs> what do I you understand mean? logically exactly right. what you're saying. But then right. it's like, okay, great. Then you get to implement it. And then it's like, oh, this is where all the mind drama comes up. I understand exactly what she's saying. Now I have to implement it with all these different circumstances and I'm not doing it perfectly. I'm not executing perfectly. Yes, I think. And I see that with every boot camper I've coached, when they see that the key is really just accepting themselves, when they see the extent of that perfectionism, when they begin to accept, oh, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I'm not. And perfect. it's okay. Yeah, that. Yeah. Then you see, sometimes they may get a little emotional or there's just a softening. Like they, mm-hmm. they come on so hard with themselves and then there's a soft or this silence. It's like, oh, wow. Yeah. I talk about that in the um, Loving Your Journey module. And mm. it's like, if you were teaching a toddler how to walk, right? Or a baby how to walk. The baby crawls and they like get up, they stumble, they fall back down. And you're like, yay, you can do it. You're like cheering the baby on and you're holding them up and you're like, come to mama, like come across, like you're encouraging the baby to walk. You don't yell at the baby for falling. You don't trip because the baby's like oh my god what's wrong with you you just fell like you don't beat the baby up because the right. baby's trying to walk and fell yeah it's like you're right. encouraging you're loving you know that eventually this is the process for the baby to be able to walk steadily and then run mm-hmm. get on a bike do all the things exactly you've created a soft space to land yeah we can think about ourselves that way and that's exactly what what they're getting used to in the boot camp they're getting used to being able to say, you know, I didn't journal today or I've been afraid of the scale or whatever. And it's like, okay, it's a part of the journey. Nothing Let's, has gone wrong. Nothing has gone wrong. My Let's which, exactly. <laughs> my favorite thought. Nothing, I heard myself saying that to a client today and I was like, whoa, I'm channeling Jennifer here. <laughs> but it was like, nothing has gone wrong. And I think that's one of the things that, they may not have fully learned it, but it's definitely attached to their brain by the time the 30 days have ended. Mm-hmm. Like nothing has gone wrong. Like, oh, I'm at the end of the boot camp. I've lost five, seven, eight, ten pounds. And look at how imperfect my journey was. And every time I freaked out and thought something had gone wrong, I actually was learning something. And you've got to point that out to them. Yeah. Sometimes they miss it completely like, oh, I didn't lose enough weight or I thought I was going to lose two pounds a week. That was that's the other thing that I'm seeing. Another way the The expectation Mm -hmm. and the impatience. Oh, Lord. Yes. (laughs) The impatience. It's on that Nicola at some point. I (laughs) I coach on that with every single one of my clients. It's like 
the time factor. Yeah. I see it with me. So I fully expect to see it with with the clients. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're just in like a quick, fast, hurry society. Because it feels like you gained the weight really fast, right? It feels like you looked at the cheesecake and you gained three pounds the next day. <laughs> and then you've been planning for three weeks and you're, you've lost like half a pound. Like, mm-hmm. where's the justice? <laughs> <laughs> but that's the other thing too. It's like they're impatient to see the results with it on the scale. Mm-hmm. And so you're pointing out to them, look at the awareness that you've gained. Look at how much you're learning about you, yourself as you journal and as you plan. Look at how your relationship with food is changing. You know what we call that, right? Failing forward? No, it's the magic in the middle. Oh, yes, there's I that. Taught, yeah, I taught that yeah. new concept in this boot camp. It's the magic in the middle. In the middle, yes. It is yes. the fact that we pick this goal weight, which is totally arbitrary. Right, you just pick a number like, oh, this number sounds nice if I could weigh this. But what you're really working to achieve is what happens in the middle as you're working from where you are now to get to that goal number. All the things that you just said so beautifully, that is the magic in the middle. Because once you know that right there, like you can achieve any goal that you want to when it comes to your weight. And It's the magic in the messy middle. Yes. Oh, girl. Yes, that's good. Magic in the messy middle. It's three M's, right? The messy middle. middle. Because the middle feels so messy, you don't recognize the magic. And that's why the celebration part is so important, right? The coaching celebration. Yeah, Mm -hmm. is to see, okay, I didn't lose weight or I gained weight or I lost just a small amount of weight this week, whatever it is. But here's what I learned. Here's what I'm learning. Or here's what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Or here's what I'm recognizing. Or here's where I fell down. And here's what I learned in that process. That's the magic. That's mm-hmm. one of those small pivot points that create mm-hmm. like huge transformation. Yes. And when we do that and recognize the magic in the messy middle, yeah. just a little bit, a little piece yeah. every single week, your confidence grows. Yeah. Like your confidence and your ability to lose weight, your ability to be resourceful increases. And then that trust around food just grows immensely. And trusting yourself. You always talk in the boot camp and in the Lux Life community about getting what you came for. Mm -hmm. And like we come to these programs having failed at all our attempts, all our other attempts to lose weight and keep it off. And so we come to the Stop Dieting Forever process, not knowing how to get what we came for, Mm. not believing that we can and putting all our trust in the process. Mm -hmm. And the trick is the magic in the messy middle is actually teaching us how to trust ourselves. The Stop Dieting Forever process, when you think about it, it's really you learning your way of losing weight and you learning how to trust yourself. Yeah. Totally. That's really what you're teaching. That's totally. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. These tools mm-hmm. are tools that you implement in a way that makes sense for you. 
Mm-hmm. and seeing your results. They just facilitate these ahas, right? The, yes. The little awarenesses that yeah. you have along the way. And as you yeah. have these little awarenesses and they begin to compound your mindset that you're working towards, the version 2.0 of you yeah. is forming. Because when you think of like every client is different, they're getting they're very similar different. results, mm-hmm. but the pathways are so different. The struggles are the same, but so different. So like all of the accountability clients I have right now, they're all perfectionists, but the perfectionism looks different and they all go through their sticking points and the sticking points are all different. Mm -hmm. And so their ahas are all different, but it's around the same principles. Mm -hmm. So it's very different journeys, but coming to the same result, they're learning about themselves and they're learning how they need to lose weight and how they will keep it off. That's such a good point. And I think that's why we always have such great community. Like we always have such great cohorts yeah. of women that yes. come together in the boot camp. And when we do the kickoff call in the beginning and everybody shares their story, it, yes, everyone is different, all different cities, locations, job titles. Like there are very, very apparent differences in the mm-hmm. people, but mm-hmm. there is a common thread, a common like, denominator with everyone. And I think that's where everyone just kind of like gels and bonds together. And they're like, yes, we're all starting together. We're all going to finish together. Like we're all going to go through this together. I wonder if there's this kind of collective relief that here is a place where I can talk about my weight and my body and the thoughts I have openly Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Like this community is a very safe community and it's not a place where people come and like, woe is me. And everybody's like, yeah, me too. It's mm-hmm. it's not that kind of a quote yeah. unquote safe space. It's not a pity party at all. No. Cause I've seen those spaces and nobody's getting any help. No, <laughs> right. Time. Even from the podcast and in that kickoff call for the bootcamp, you set that tone. And I think people pick up on that, that, they're able to share why they're here, what their struggle is. And there's absolutely no shame, mm-hmm. you know, and as you do your trainings and as they come to accountability coaching, it's like, I haven't journaled in a week. It's never like, oh, you are failing the process. <laughs> Don't you, on you know you should be journaling <laughs> every day? It's more like, okay, why is that? Mm-hmm. What's happening? What's going on? And they're like, oh, this is why I'm not journaling. Oh, okay. All right. Let's work on the why I'm not journaling. It's yeah. because I'm thinking this and I'm feeling that. Let's let's work on that. It's a very safe space and people get to support each other for real, real, real. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be hiding because it's such a soft space to land and still oh, get yeah. your result. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the fact that people, as they come through the boot camp. The goal is like I give them all the tools, all the strategies, teach them the things, right? How their thinking creates their weight loss results or not. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the boot camp, they can see very clearly what are the areas, whether they did accountability coaching or not, or like not. what are the areas that they need to continue to work on? Yeah. Like where yeah. are they starting to see some progress, but where they feel like a little nervous or shaky or a little little wobbly? Those are the areas. And it's so interesting because some of the people were already 
saying in the open house last night what they were going to continue to work on in the program. I love that. I love that. That's exactly how I created the program. It's like you go from the boot camp, you Mm -hmm. get all the foundation. It's hardcore because it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. But then you see where your gaps are and then you keep going into this like supportive, bigger community Mm -hmm. to work on mastering that one thing. Yes. To create the healthy habit, whether that's journaling every morning or being consistent with the meal planning or yes. learning to trust yourself. Or yes. I've seen a lot of people have really good results with the hunger scale. Like yes. really using the hunger scale every single time and using that to see how that facilitates weight loss. Yeah, like one of the women I coach today, she hasn't journaled in a week, but she's still been practicing the hunger scale. Mm-hmm. And that is what has been creating awareness for her. Look, sometimes you just got to focus on one thing. Yeah. Just learn, do one thing really well, master that, and then keep going to the next thing. Yeah. Can I mention something else that I see them? You absolutely with? can. So I will lump all of this under, I'm too busy. I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. And so under that is they're struggling with the journaling. They're struggling with the meal planning. They're struggling with meal prepping to go with the meal plan. They're struggling with participating in the trainings, being in the group. And so a client will come maybe in week two or week three. You know, I haven't been able to go to the trainings live or I don't have time to journal because this is happening at home or that is happening at work or I don't think I'm going to be able to do this for the rest of my life. So I'm not Mm -hmm. even trying now. Yes, that's a common one. Why does it take all this? All this time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like really peeling back to what's really happening. And it's so funny because when you peel back the layers from the objection of time, it usually falls into I don't feel like I have permission to create time for myself. Like there's so many other things that I put first, you know, my spouse, I'm not telling people my job, right. I'm not telling anybody that they should get to work late, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like my morning routine, you know, I can't afford to give myself more time. So there's Mm -hmm. that, or there's the, Again, if I write a meal plan, then I have to follow it. And if I don't follow it, I feel badly about myself. So I avoid all of that disappointment by just not making a meal not plan. Not doing it. Right. Let's yeah. just skip it. Skip it all together. Just skip all of that. Mailing <laughs> ahead of time. Or just feeling that if I can't do it perfectly, I shouldn't do it at all because... That's a big one. Right? If I can't do it all, so it's just not going to work. So I'm just not going to do it. So mm-hmm. I try to peel to help them to see the real reason they're not journaling or meal planning or meal prepping, like help them to see what is the thought going through their mind as they're not doing it or like, what are they really thinking and feeling, help them to see that. And then they get, Oh, this is what I'm really thinking and feeling. And then they get to decide, like, as I ask someone today, how do you really want to show up for yourself? Mm -hmm. How do you really want to show up for your weight loss goal for yourself? I bet you that's a stumper for some people. It is. Sure. They're not sure. They're not sure. And of course you have to break that down, but at least it gives them pause. It's like, huh, I've never thought about that before. I never thought that 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 I had control over. Yeah. Like like that's an Mm -hmm. option. Right. So like with one client today, 
I was like, she's going through various things that she hasn't gone through before. And so she wasn't sticking to her usual self-care routine and her usual journaling and all of that. So she felt a little frazzled and stuff. And she was coming down hard on herself. So it was like, okay, what if you gave yourself permission to think that, okay, this is a season where some new things are on my plate and I get to choose that for this season, I can have different priorities. Mm-hmm. Like I get to choose what's my non-negotiable. In and it's okay season. because you're choosing it. Yes. And that was a huge relief for her mm-hmm. that she's not required to keep the same priorities all through her life, that she gets to adjust as life demands of her mm-hmm. and still be human, still respond to what else is going on there and still like, how can I support myself today? Yeah. And still respond to what's going on in this season of my life. Like you get to do both. Mm-hmm. It's so good, Nicolay. I'm thinking about the A-line person who's listening to this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, wait what? a second. What, what the heck are they talking about? I thought accountability coaching was like, you're checking my meal plan and you're looking to see how many calories I ate. Never. Ever. (laughs) I have no interest in what you're eating. (laughs) I'm very interested in why you're eating. Exactly. Or why you're not eating. Mm -hmm. And that's how it works, right? Because when we focus, like I found myself doing the same thing, going back to, oh, I gained half a pound this week. So let me check on what I'm eating. I found myself Mm -hmm. going right back to that old mindset. Mm -hmm. And I hear it with the clients and it's like, okay, let's peel that back. When you were eating every 90 minutes yesterday, what was going on? Mm -hmm. Because that's the real answer. It's not disciplining myself to stop eating. It's not the fact that I was eating kettle cooked potato chips, right? It's, It's what I say is um, weight loss is 10% of what you're eating, 90% of why you're eating it. Yes. It's a family member that I care about had this diagnosis and I really feel distraught and I just found myself eating all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you you don't want to focus on how to stop eating. You want to focus on how to support yourself. Right. What that feeling is. Yeah. What is for you a devastating diagnosis? Mm -hmm. And I don't get to tell you that it's not devastating. Pick up yourself yourself up by your bootstraps. I get to say, okay, how do you want to walk through this season? Mm -hmm. How do you want to be there for yourself? Without using food. Without using food. To cope. Yeah. I said yesterday, food is fired. It no longer has the job to make us feel better. But you know what too, Jennifer? It's like for the perfectionist, it's how do I forgive myself for using food to cope? Yeah. Oh, I have such a heart for the perfectionist. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because that's not your thing, right? (laughs) Not my thing at all. But I do find my perfectionist clients beat themselves up the most and the longest. Yes. So learning. And I get them all. Because they're like, they want to do all the things. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to join the boot camp. I'm going to get the workbooks printed out ahead of time. I'm going to do mm-hmm. the accountability coaching. Like, I'm going to do everything because it's going to be perfect. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's of course they sign up for accountability coaching. Yeah. And the biggest job I find is they get to understanding why they're overeating, but I try to spend to recognize when they need to spend some time just forgiving themselves. Yeah. Because flogging themselves for it is not going to get them to change that behavior and trying to change that behavior before they accept that this is, it doesn't work hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they the can't most, even see it. They can't. So it's like, okay, this is who I am right now. Mm-hmm. I eat when I'm mad. So I just need to recognize when I'm mad and recognize when I want to eat and just grow that awareness. Right. Just be aware of what's happening just, in just the moment instead of just having blinders on and then yes. being mad when you get on the scale and like, I don't know where this came from. <laughs> I've been doing everything right. I don't know yeah. what's wrong. Yeah. And that gets them back to the journaling. That gets them back to the planning because no, it's, they're not journaling to beat themselves up and they're not planning to see where they failed. It's like, oh, I'm learning about myself, mm-hmm. which kind of appeals to the perfectionist too, right? So it's like, oh, I'm learning about myself. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get to do this. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be difficult. Yeah. So the time thing is like a camouflage again for how, how do I know. avoid the uncomfortable feeling? Yeah. Oh, yes. I don't have time. I don't have yes. Time. Yes. I, I got it. Like work is doing yes. this and I yeah. got to do this for the kids. And, oh, we have this. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The numbing and the buffering. Yes. Happens for sure. Yes. Good. So we've been talking for a little bit. Is there anything that like maybe one big lesson that you can offer to the people listening, to the Lux Lifers listening that you have gleaned from, I mean, you've dropped so many nuggets already, but is there anything that you could glean from your clients from this round of the, or uh, the previous rounds of the boot camp mm-hmm. that you could share that might be useful or helpful? It's reiterating something I said earlier, but I think it's so important for people to know that the weight loss journey is an imperfect journey. Yeah. The magic in the messy middle. The magic in the messy middle is really the key. Like you're going to have a lot of tools and you're going to be learning to use those tools and you're going to be learning to grow your awareness and you're going to be learning about yourself. And the learning process is implicitly an imperfect one. Like learning implies getting awareness of a concept having cognitive agreement with the concept Mm -hmm. and then trying to put it into practice and realizing that emotionally you're not there yet because you've practiced the exact opposite for so long. Yeah. And so you're going to fail. You're going to be the equivalent of the baby trying to walk, but your muscles aren't yet strong enough. So you're going to fall flat on your butt Mm -hmm. and understanding that the falling flat on your butt and the getting up is actually learning and is actually progress and it's a part of the weight loss journey. And you do see in all of that imperfections, you do see the weight beginning to come off. Like you get to the end, like every boot camper, whether it's their first or their third or their fifth, who has lost anywhere from one to the 10 pounds or even more in that 30 days, they will tell you, at the end of that time, it was not a linear, perfect process at all. 
that I think is a thing that I want people to know mm-hmm. that it will be imperfect. It will be up and down and you will have sticking points and you will learn and you will lose weight. And, and it you doesn't will... have to hurt, right? It doesn't have to be painful. When you were just explaining that about the baby falling flat on their butt. Yeah. I just had this vision of like, yeah, I've seen babies try to walk. They fall flat on their butt and they laugh. Like they just think yes. it's the funniest thing. They're not crying. Yeah. They're not crying. They think it's funny. They think it's like, oh, this is like a fun little weird thing I'm feeling yeah. right now. Right. We can enjoy the magic in the middle. We can yes. talk about this. Is Absolutely. How we, love and enjoy the journey as we're working towards our goal. And I guess that means the second thing is Mm -hmm. it's a journey to yourself and the journey to yourself is net, not painful because you're learning to love yourself Mm -hmm. as you are, Mm -hmm. as you are. Unconditional love. Yes. And that's the biggest secret to losing weight. Yeah. That's the biggest secret to losing weight. Yep. And keeping it off. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was a game changer for me. For sure. I've talked about that on the podcast or somewhere, yeah. somewhere within the group. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you somewhere. talk about so many things. I don't know where yeah. I said it. But yeah, that was definitely a game changer of like, mm-hmm. oh, I get to like love and accept myself right now as I am. No matter what the weight is. Like when I got that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. You don't need food. To trick yourself into feeling comfortable with yourself anymore. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. So good. So good, Nicolette. Amazing. Yeah, this was a fun conversation. I'm glad we decided to get together to talk about just the minds of our boot campers and some of the things that they experience. And I would love to hear the reactions of some of the Lux Lifers who were listening to this and like wondering what's going on? Like, what are they thinking? <laughs> or like, that is spot on. Yes. Right? So yeah, feel free to email me and let me know your thoughts. All right, Nicolay, I'll talk to you later. Okay, Jen, this was great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever.